safest care. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it out. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Long weekends are all about getting a little you time. And at the Home Depot, you time means you building, you drilling, you doing, you recharging, you saving, and you going back for more. Do Labor Day your way and get a free 18-volt battery with select Milwaukee Power Toolkit purchases at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams. And Max Kellerman. Dominique Foxworth with us now in studio. What's wrong, man? Nick, you not used to this? No, I'm not. I'm not built like y'all. You guys love it. It's not about the money, Max. You must love this. No, no, it's about the money. Show me the money! I'm KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hour number three off and running. Sean Fox, our low. Yes, coming up at 2.15 from Fun Row. Talk 97.7. The people all the way up there thinking. Did you see the Cowboys got rid of every quarterback but Dak Prescott? That makes a lot of sense. Uh oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? It's hump day. Hump day! I know you can hear me. Today's more that what that camera Wednesday hump day is what it is. It is, it is hump day. Wednesday, August 31st is the final day of the month, September. Right around the corner here as well. You'll hear from a couple of Saints players I spoke yesterday. Demario Davis, Tyron Matthew, uh, to name a few, including Cesar Ruiz and why he thinks he's confident he's going to have a nice year this year. So we'll do all of that and more, but a lot of y'all are still calling. It's been a busy day on the lines. Uh, as always, appreciate Buddy back over the LaRose Studios. He's been answering the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line, 800-998-1003. Shane, you're on hold. Jay, you're up to the plate. Sir, what do you have for us today? Hey, guys. How y'all? Doing well. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know how much. Look, I was just talking barbershop with my boys yesterday, and I'm thinking to myself, look, we have this quad, we have this sap calorie wizardry. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like when it comes down to player pay, you know, looking out for the best, the best for the team is kind of like a far cry from perfect. Like we always end up in a situation like this. I have a question: How much different would our situation be, or will we be able to make up the pay uh, if Taysom Hill didn't get forty million dollars over the next four years? You know, as a tight end, does he deserve the forty million? Mm-hmm. Because he was 
you know, at best a backup quarterback, but but at at, at you no know, at worst a backup quarterback at best a switchblade. Um, I would be willing to. I could co-sign paying ten million a year for the switchblade assignment. I just don't know about him being a bona fide locked in tight end at ten million. I think that nine is the lowest. Eight or nine is the lowest for a starting tight end. Um, and also, man, why why are we still dealing with uh, trade crime money? Like he need to step back or, or something. Uh, uh, Zach Bond, he's you know I think we could have found that money somewhere. I'm just I'm searching for answers. I'm kind of like a uh, you know for the lack of a better term, you know, right? A kid that's stuck in the middle, you know. <laughs> I saw yesterday. Uh, I saw yesterday a report, and, and I guess some people put that number that he was looking for twelve, and the Saints were somewhere around eight, or the the market for top slot money was eight, but top safety. You know, I I guess that was the ask, and, and that's a lot more over the next couple of years. I, I know, and Josh is probably going just laughing. He's cackling right now, like the Joker. Because he always brings up the right. Taysom Hill contract. And again, I right. think it goes to at the end of the day, what player brings you the most value to that side of the ball overall in the team? And can that person do value is determined? Can somebody else do what you do better? Right? And that what value right. is, I guess, essentially like, can somebody else sort of do that? You have the deepest position group on the team there. I'm not saying he's not good. I mean, he's productive. I mean, I, I'm with you. Like, it's puzzling that it got to that point. Right. You wonder right. why so couldn't if, you so have if, paid him so or found a way to pay him, play it out this year. But, you know, again, so, if you're four or five million dollars off per year, that is a substantial amount. And if he's, if he brought it up once, if he's brought it up more than one time on the field, that, that you're diminishing my value by making me play out here when I'm hurt. I, if that's, where it's at, then maybe that's what led to this, you know? And, and again, right. I, you know, I mean, whether you keep saying Swiss Hello? army and th- something like that, I guess that the, the team says that guy is valuable because he can play this. He can do that. Not many can do that. And he adds this, I guess. I, I, I understand. But yep. like I said, like the value, you say the value, you know, as a switch army nice position, like, yeah, we need that spot. You know what I mean? So yep. what determines that value on the amount of spark that yeah. they put on the field for us? Like, well, that, clearly the saying. team like, – look, I, dude, I they, hear you. But clearly, they, Jay – But can we meet – they could have did, can we meet in the middle? You yeah, know I, what I'm saying? I don't think like, the Saints – look, think I that, don't think the Saints didn't want to. And I go back to the Palesero bite, that this was a strategic play by his agent. Like, that's what the agent told Palestero of the NFL Network. Did you hear the bite that I played earlier? Because I think it sheds a little more like, at least it does to me. Did you hear it? Yeah, no, I, I'm just getting in the call. But okay, yeah, like, no I've problem. I'll play it real room. quick. Let me play it real quick. It's only 30 seconds. Johnson Gardner-Johnson is going right. to be a Thanks. starting safety for the Eagles, which is important to everyone involved. In New Orleans, he was used predominantly in the slot as a nickel. So when it came to those contract negotiations, the safety market is a lot more lucrative than the nickel market. I spoke to Johnson Gardner-Johnson's agent, Kevin Connor, who told me that there was a strategic element to this. Now he gets into a situation in Philadelphia with some coaches that he knows, 
and are very good on a talented defense. The opportunity here to make himself a lot of money, Mike, for a guy who, as we know, can be impactful on the game in multiple ways. So I hear that, right. and then I hear, you know, you're saying meet in the middle. Does the player want to? Does the player want to constantly right. play there? They, Tyron Matthews not going anywhere this year. They signed Marcus May to a little longer deal. So is he going to be safety there? Is he not? And if that's – and I'm not saying he's wrong to say that that is his motivating factor right now. He, go get your right. bag while you can. In the NFL, you can get injured and you're done. So I understand that. I just wonder well, again I if you're him, seeing that and you're seeing I how he's acting. Well. Yeah. I wish him well. I wish him well. And, man, thank you for shedding some light on that. I yeah. mean, I, 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 if it's a business decision, it ultimately comes down to meat and potatoes for my family. I would actually – you know, I'm not going to look at just like the Saints lost uh, yeah. on this deal. I just think that if we could have prevented it, you know, we always do the shadow sure. cap with it. You know, I'm, I'm just like – I wonder how, how bad player structuring yeah. played a part Played a part. Well, I, I, Jay, I I hear what you're saying, and I also think this: if Jameis Winston plays remotely as good as I think he's going to, you're going to have to pay him quarterback money. A. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Who that? Yep. Who that man? And B. There's a guy that I think is going to have a monstrous year this year, and that's Paulson Adiba when he gets healthy here because he's been injured recently. You're going to have to pay, and again, that's what it goes to. If he was seeking twelve. Which is a number I saw. Are you paying twelve to CD, or are you paying twelve to a Debo? I mean, I that—that's what I'm just. I, I think that's what it comes down to. I—they like him. They know he's productive. But then you start when you start putting it on the scale, you start going, "All right, what are, what are, what is everything we're going to get for that if we're going that way?" So you so you add the fuse. Is that lessen the scale in his level? Then you add the well, now he's not taking coaching. Do you lessen that on this level? And then you add the, he's making comments on the practice field. Does that lessen that too as well? When you start determining on a good team who gets paid and who doesn't. Good teams, you have to make the tough call on it. That's what they did apparently. Again, I not saying he won good. Not saying he didn't produce. But again, I keep bringing up he's the he's the slot corner. Shane, what you got, bud? How are you doing today, Goose? Doing well, man. What you got? Um, I think that I'm 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 a little less emotional about those decisions, and I don't think I think on the field Chauncey was good, but on the field Chauncey wasn't great because they don't let great players leave. Mm-hmm. They don't trade great players. They they find out they figure out a way to make it work. Like Michael Thomas is was a great player. They found a way to make it work. Chauncey was good on the field. His intangibles and the things that he did to antagonize people and get in the heads of the other team, he was great at that. But but at the end of the day, you have to be great on the football field. And I think they've been preparing for this since the the beginning of the offseason with signing uh, Tyron and and drafted to be drafted. Alante Taylor, yep. And and Shane, something that Scott brought up. Shane, something that Scott brought up in our interview from Scott Prather from ESPN Lafayette, and I forgot to bring this up, but it's very relevant. When this team was trying to trade and acquire Deshaun Watson, C.D. Deuce's name was brought up. So Yeah, he was. it's obvious that that, that the money situation 
people are not in the same place money-wise. And um, we had a caller, I don't forgot the guy, he was real upset. Uh, he might have been the first caller, he was real upset. You know, the fan, it just, he was saying it was just stupid, and he was the person that got in the Tom Brady did. And But I disagree with that. The defensive line is what won those games. telling you again I and I understand fully what I'm saying that Paulson Adebo is entering his second year so you you got some time but I mean if I'm forecasting right if I'm forecasting here um what am I doing with Davenport because he ain't played I get it but these are decisions you make what if he plays well this year I mean you're gonna have to sign Davenport so if that's the case, am I paying a slot corner twelve million? I mean that's the number I saw yesterday. Somebody report. I'm not trying not to give credit. I just forgot, but I saw somebody that covers the Saints say they had seen or had heard that it was twelve that he was asking for. I mean, are you paying CD News twelve million? Now, and you can come okay. at me. And, you know, I, I just, I mean, there's other players. And, and again, if Jameis Winston helps lead this team to the playoffs. And makes plays, and his offense rolls, and they, you know, they make a push, and they make you think that that guy is your franchise quarterback. He's not going to be playing under the contract that he's playing for right now. I mean, that's so. Again, right. I get it. You know, I do, and and that's why I look at it this way because Shane, I was thinking about this last night. The Saints could have done what one of the callers, I think it was Patrick earlier, goes, "Hey, he's under contract." Uh, go get in the closet, and then we'll let you out on game days. I, I I get that. Because they could have, Shane. They, I mean, they, they could have said, you are under contract, you're going to play this, and you're this is what you're doing. And for them to but give him away for a bag of Skittles, and to give him away for what you did, was not the same. And you threw in a draft pick. So to me, it almost seemed like they just they respected what he had done, so for his betterment, and you know, I know they're saying for their betterment, maybe long term, they made this deal. But they could have. You absolutely could have as an organization be like, look, man, um, you can go try to get your twelve million after the season, but you're starting for a set slot. I mean, they could have. They absolutely could have. That's not a guy that's gonna go just sit in the corner and well, about well, there you go, which is why, again, I mean, look, I mean, there is no, you know, making sense of the compensation because it's not what it matches. You know, for, for, no, you didn't get a, you didn't yeah, get I mean, the right forget the fact that you got him in the fourth round and you didn't even get that, but he's a starting player in the league. So, yeah, I mean, you didn't get it. So that ought to tell you where they thought they were with him. I mean, I, that's the only logical right. explanation you do because – as a previous caller brought up, they have paid and made deals with players before their contracts even expire, like Cam Jordan and stuff, right? Other defensive ends, remember, they were making that money and they gave them a deal. 
They gave him an extension. They right. gave Lattimore his money. They've given players money. Right. Now, Demario Davis is not unhappy. They gave him a, a, another year extension. But, you know, again, I think a lot of this is almost like the Kevin Durant Brooklyn Nets thing. They got to figure out who their quarterback is, because whether you want to or not, if you're gonna have to pay your quarterback, so until they figure that out, I I think they're gonna have to make some tougher decisions, perhaps that they they foresaw. But you know, we'll see. Well, I think the fact that he got moved to tight end this year, Taysom Hill better be a really good tight end this year. Really, really good time. <laughs> Thank you, Shane. Appreciate the phone call. But I'm not, right. I'm not hating on Taysom Hill, although Josh is going, he'll never be the type of tight end that is worth $10 million a year. I get you, Josh. I get you. Sean Fox. Let's see how he's handling all of this. Next, I think it's New Orleans. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra, totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new and we want your trade and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-sized problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will see king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. LA20-11133. It's Gus Cattengill with the Sports Hangover inviting you to join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. When the Sports Hangover is at Katie's on Iberville, you're going to enjoy Sports Banner. It'll be lively and delicious eats. Swamp Fries, Oysters Schlesinger, the Delta Queen, or if you dare, tackle the barge. A three-foot loaf of fried catfish, shrimp, and oysters. Good luck. It's Thursdays, 12 to 3, the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. You know, he thinks Jeff Duncan was the one that reported that. Uh, in terms of the monetary value for that, to Monroe we go. Sean Fox at Fox 4 Sports Talk on Twitter. It's a show... Couldn't tell you when it is. It is weekday. Sometimes the morning, sometimes the afternoon. Either way, uh, they let you on the air. What's up, Sean? How are you? 
I'd rather be on, at Katie's. That I've been to Katie's before. I'm a big fan. I'd, I'd like to come on Thursdays and join you. I, I could like to watch Professor take down the bars by himself. Yeah, well, again, what is it? Three feet to fried shrimp, oysters, and catfish, and <laughs> oh my, I, oh my, uh, yeah, oh my. Uh, maybe we'll do it one day and share it amongst everybody and let listeners have a, a bite or awesome. two. Look at you. How are you feeling, man of the people? How are you feeling? Um. Well, yesterday about yeah. ten fifteen, I wasn't great. Did you go for the plastic bag? Look, I got one right here. I got one right here. Here it is. Got. Gus, I'm a, I, I, I was, it was a big CD Deuce fan, like yeah. probably a lot of your audience. Um, I don't buy jerseys, but I was close to getting a CD Deuce jersey. Glad I didn't. Um, remember the movie Step Brothers? Familiar with Will Ferrell, John C. Riley? It's on TV yep, like yep, every yep, night yep. of the week. Remember? Okay, a lot of your audience, if you haven't seen it, get out from under the rock. Cause like I just said, it's, it's on TV every night. Remember when they, they, they go to the table and, uh, they're telling them about the Dobecks that they're about to get divorced. And they're like, what? What do you, what do you mean we're getting divorced? But why? What did we do? And then he goes, I think I'm, I'm going to throw up. That was me for most of the day yesterday mm-hmm. when, when the news came down. But then you, you start reading more from people who you trust. We had, I know a guy you've had on your show before, Andrew Hughes, should be better some of your audience. A lot of people. Uh, like yourself, who we put a lot of stock in sources, right? And Gus, it it, it felt as much as, uh, and, and I try to separate the fan in me from trying to see what's going on through what's going on with the organization. And it feels like as much as this pains us, and Lord, it feels like Philly is stealing from us. It almost felt inevitable that this had to happen. So as much as I didn't like it, I get it. Yeah, and, and I think that's one of the things that we were looking at here as well. At some point in time, you're going to have to, you know, throw some of that money in, in different areas. And, you know, again, it, it's why you heard in Palesero's soundbite yesterday of him saying this was a strategic move by his agent to make him a safety so he can make more money. He yeah. was never going to be a safety here in New Orleans. I mean, I, if anything, they would have moved him that this year, and he didn't. And so the Saints it, don't really overpay for safeties, as we've seen. Marcus Williams is no longer on the team, and they drafted him, right? So, I mean, <laughs> to, to your point uh, on that, um, what about elsewhere on, on the roster? i I got to imagine some callers probably called about Traquan. That seems to be the number two topic I, today on my show. I, he's listen, still here. I, Gus, he's a good blocker. I don't know if you've heard that. He's, he's a really receiver. Good. You do know he's a receiver. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, um, I, I am not on, a, a, as down on Traquan as it seems like a lot of people are. I know what it, it, it's always what we just saw last is he dropped that pass in the end zone. Was it against Houston, which would have been a touchdown? Well, let, let, let me take you back to what we saw him before that mm-hmm. was in the Atlanta game last year, and he had arguably the best catch of the season for the Saints, kind of in the similar spot in the end zone. Listen, if he was your top three receiver, yeah, I'd be concerned. He's probably your sixth. He might be the sixth, the number six best receiver for somebody in the NFL. So I've heard, I mean, maybe you put Kirk Merritt there, maybe, but I I think Traquan's okay. I'm not as down on him as other people are. I mean, if he was your number one again, yeah, I'd be concerned, but he's 
fifth at best on this roster currently. But that's what Saints fans do, Sean. You you you, Lord, you, I know. you, you complain and you agonize over. No, we blame Kirk the ref. Merritt, we blame the ref. Well, that too. Yeah, yeah it's always yeah. the ref. Oh, and Goodell. Goodell's there too. Commissioner hates the, the same. Saints. We all know it's one and the same. <laughs> you really job. believe that? I know you do. Um, I, do. I, I guess the other thing too that's going to be interesting here is what kind of team. We're going to see, and what I mean, what kind of team, I'm talking about health-wise. That's my concern against the Falcons. I, I know it's a rivalry. I know you're going to over-worry about it and I all this other stuff. At the it. end of the day, if the Saints are healthy, I, I, I think they have better talent. Now, they got to show up and play. So I know the last two years at home, the Falcons have come in with a worse team and won. So I'm not overlooking it. That said, do you think the Saints are going to – are you concerned about not seeing Thomas yet? Yeah, I'm, Yes. Okay, I, I'll say this, Gus. If he doesn't play against Atlanta, then I'm going to be very concerned. Very concerned. It was the preseason. Honestly, I did see more guys than I expected to play Friday night. I did not expect to see Thomas at all in the preseason, so that part was not a surprise. But that was also when he was back in camp. I didn't expect him to play. Now that he's gotten some kind of injury, and I don't, I, I am, um, I'm, a, I'm a bit pessimistic right now, and I will grow concerned. But Gus, back to your point about should they beat Atlanta? Of course they could. But every Saints fan here listening audience knows whether the Saints are really, really good or not. They have an inexplicable loss every single year. Even the great Saints teams do that. So I don't take any game for granted. Especially a rivalry game, like you mentioned, against Atlanta. They came in last year and whooped us. I hear you. Yeah, I still can't understand. That that Giants game, bro. (laughs) Oh, I was there. I I banned myself from the Superdome after that. I was about to say, if that's the case, then it is your fault there. Anything else surprised you at all? I take a lot of blame in a lot of different ways, and I'll take that one. Anything else surprised you at all? It is good to see that Merritt, Dejon Dixon, among the others that were signed to the practice squad. Gus, I kind of liked John Bostic at linebacker. Yeah. The guy who started and was a captain. I like Derek Wilson. I think a lot of people liked everybody yeah, but Zach I did Paul. too. <laughs> Would you yeah. agree with that? And, and the, yeah, oh, absolutely. Who, again, we were told when he was drafted out of Wisconsin, look, look, he's a great pass rusher out of the, off the edge. How many times have we actually seen him go and do that? Now, it, it, is that a Zach Bond problem or is that maybe we're not using him to the best of his ability? Oh, is that, they that, would, is that they where we're going know. with? Is that where you're going no, no, with no. it? No, 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 I'm just saying I, 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 there's clearly a reason they're not. Like, they know a hell of a lot more than I do. Sure. But we just – I thought he was supposed to be this vaunted pass rusher. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Zach Bond go rush the pass rusher. Yeah, well. What, what, what was all I'm saying. Well, um, guess what? I, I also was told repeatedly that um, – Ian Book could scramble and make plays with his feet. I'm still waiting to see that. <laughs> Look, he was claimed by Philly, so somebody saw value. No, no, no. Stop it. You know exactly why he was claimed by Philly. You of all people know exactly Philly, why. Philly likes to screw with the Saints. No. You, it's intel. They've sat him down right now. There's, a, know, there's a lamplight I'm, right over his face. They're telling him no, a, no food. That's a realistic thing. Yeah. I like to go deep and say no. It's because they just like to screw with him. I mean, you've got the real answer, but I like to look at it at a lot of different angles. They Philly just like to screw with the Saints. Is that what it is? Yeah, jerks. They're overrated Philly cheesesteak. I mean, it's a poor person's po' boy. You know the irony in that. I'll say this: you bring that up, and Chef Scotty, if you're listening, I mean this sincerely. I, I offered my opinions, not that he asked for it. Last Thursday at Katie's, one of the specials was the Philly quesadilla. 
dude. I mean, it was yeah, sliced like apart. No, like dude, it, it was. So I'm not well, trying to hate on it. I like no, it. but I, but that's what I'm saying, though. You know, I do. When you tend to order it, already, I mean, like, I, we just went on the last two women's basketball trip. We played, and we brought the whole team. And you better, I mean, you you have to eat the pepper, and you're going to salt and pepper the heck out of the meat. It's just not seasoned. And well, anywhere out of the South doesn't know how to flavor food, dude. I hear you, but the yeah, Philly you know quesadilla, that because you travel everywhere. The Philly quesadilla. That Chef Scotty had last week. I looked at him like, dude, it's got to be your, like, there can't be a special. You got to have that be a staple. Then he goes, Gus, it's prime rib, man. I can't always I can get it. He's, you know, it's thinly sliced. It's, you know, you know, basted in juices. All right, so I, mean, I need I, to come to New Orleans, not to a game, uh, not to talk to you, just yeah. to go to Katie. Dude, it was tremendous. Like, and it was just filled to the brim. Just, you know, it was overflowing. And um, so now I'm hungry. But anyway, <laughs> where right, do we well, go with this? Oh, that, that's I good for that's Philly. That's all that Philly is good for. No, I hear Philly you. Philly is good for their sandwiches. Yeah, yeah that's it. All right. And what, it's the thing. How concerned are you about what? Like, what is it that concerns you the most 10 days from kickoff? Oh, wow. Is it 10 or is it 11? I don't know. I got to count. I think it's, it's September, yeah. September 11th. Yeah. Um, I it's guess it's now. simple. Is Jameis going to be as good as I think he is? And by that I mean, Gus, I maybe it is completely asinine, and that's perfect for me. I think he could be statistically one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL this year mm-hmm. I with, agree with, with with this offense. And maybe I am putting way too much stock in. And mm-hmm. by the way, what I'm saying is, you've heard me say this before. Nothing to do with what I saw on Friday against the Chargers. Like, I felt this strongly the whole time. That just kind of gave me a little bit of validation. But it was a preseason game, and it was just one drive. And, Gus, I guess if I want to overanalyze it. Overanalyze, baby. Do it. Yes, I I do it. Um, (laughs) This is supposed to be, on paper, one of the best defenses the Saints have had. And, again, I'm, I'm, I'm being real, really nitpicky. But that first drive, they looked awesome. The second drive, they still had most of their starters in, and Chase Daniel, not Herbert, or you know, a bear here, uh, Keenan Allen. They they went down, scored a touchdown, and they got two or three at the time of my head third down conversions, which was a bit alarming. But again, that's way over analyzing. I guess my main one would be just the fact that I have so much stock in Jameis. I hope he doesn't let me know. Okay. Just are you going to be that guy though? I just need to know. It's our final topic. We'll talk next. Because I'm always that guy. No, I know, but you haven't even like this guy. The first incompletion. The interception that will happen. He's not going to go the season without a pick. The first bad read. Like, are you going to be that guy to grab the phone, open Twitter, and go? I knew it. Or first of all, there it goes. First of all, you know me long enough to know when the game starts. I I go zero dark thirty. Okay. There's no communication with me, so no, you won't have to. I do all my tweeting during three seasons. When it matters, I'm da- I'm out. Um, <laughs> no, Gus. Here's why. I'm old enough to remember quarterback play before Drew Brees, and how blessed we were to see it. And I so I still remember what bad quarterback play was. So no, I don't. I don't. At least I'd like to think I'm not going to overanalyze okay. every bad play Jameis is going to make. He is a human being. It happens. 
He's not going to be perfect. Did you make fun of your Cowboy listeners cutting all the quarterbacks behind Dak Prescott? They have a lot of faith that he's going to be I did not do that yet, but it is coming today. But I would like to – I would like to just end that mass, that nasty little mid beginning cannibalism that he could do it with being mixed cannibalism. It is in my area, and I could just go where I live in northeast Louisiana. It's probably at best 70 30 Saints to Cowboys fans. The further west you get towards Shreveport, then those numbers start to change. Do I have some Cowboys fans? Yes, but it's the Texan calls I get is easily five to one Saints to Cowboys. Okay. It's a pet peeve of mine. I'm sorry. That's a, that's a nasty reputation that started. I don't know when, but um, yeah, they've never in my life. And again, I'm 40. They've never aired a Cowboys game over the Saints in Monroe. And that's going back when I was a kid visiting up here. There you go. He's a man. He's you all stop that nasty rumor yes. about North Louisiana about oh. being Alabama Cowboys fans. First of all, there's more Alabama kids signing out of LSU's backyard than there is up here. So what's that? That crap. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was talking about on their campus. You high. Y'all better get your stuff together. <laughs> Don't blame us. Just keep going. I mean, we've Don't gone let the rant get in the way of a good story. <laughs> oh, they're like cowboys up there like Bama. No, y'all got the Bama problem down there. Well, I mean, Not here. <laughs> You're good? You're good? Just pet peeve, Gus. Pet peeve. Pet peeve. I, maybe we'll do that. We'll we'll always end sixty seconds. You know what really grinds peeve. my gears? What? Tell me. <laughs> no, just that. Okay. How much time you got? We're as long as you want. We're good. Uh, it's your show. Bad. It's your show. My show is even my show, Gus. So I appreciate it. anytime <laughs> I can get the rant. It's good. At Fox Four Sports Talks, the way to follow Mr. Sean Fox. Please do so. He really, honestly checks every day to see if he gets any new followers. So please do that. <laughs> it's mer- mercifully, please. <laughs> Send me a like. It will. It will yeah. help him when he goes and, you know, tries to get sponsorships. He'll be like, look, I'm now 402 as opposed to 401. No, right. It's like, hey, don't don't mind. I've been on the air 20 years and all of these listeners. How many social media followers you got? I, I don't know, man. I, can barely I deal with it, too. I deal with it, too. It's all about these numbers. I got you. Right. Right. You want me to TikTok? I'm not TikToking. That's professor's thing. <laughs> You Thank done? you. Okay, there I'm he done. goes. Go, yeah, go, do, go do your show. Yeah. There he goes. Quick break. We come back. Open phone lines. Rest of the ways. The sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. 
V is for victory over health disparities. Victory over setbacks. Victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. I'm Terry Mitchell. I'm the director for Workforce Board 83. I've been here 32 years. We offer career counseling, learn why you earn, on-the-job training, work experience opportunities, and apprenticeships. Top-notch A1 staff. They're professional, and they're here ready to help. They want to see individuals succeed. We're here to get you back to work, Louisiana. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Can we talk? talk sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Oh, man. Uh, no, nah, it's been a while. You know, I can remember back to, you know, my Arizona Cardinals days. Um, you know, we used to keep seven DBs, you know. So, uh, but, you know, most teams I've been on, um, you know, it hasn't really been that deep, you know, of a position. You know, you kind of count on guys to, to play special teams or whatnot, but, you know, I feel like we have a room full of guys that can, you know, throw their hand in the pile and, and really help us on defense. There it is. Um, Eric, thank you for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover, sir. That's the Honey Badger on the depth of the secondary. What you got for us this afternoon, man? Oh, man, how you doing, Gus? It's been a minute. How's everything going? It has been, man. It's, uh, it's going well, man. It looks hot outside, though. <laughs> just, just looking out the window looks looks a little warm. Oh, it is. I just came from out there. It's, it's definitely burning up, though. Uh, just, just excited, man. This is a, you know, one of the most wonderful times of the year when uh, football is getting back in gear. Yeah, I'm pumped, man. And, um, and obviously we'll be getting back into the swing of things. It was fun talking to the coaches yesterday from the college ranks. Uh, we're going to have all those different types of people on here and, um, you know, including you, sir, Mr. Eric Alexander. So let's do this, sir. Uh, LSU taking on Florida State. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? You ready for a new season? I am, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of changes, a lot of different parts, a lot of different people, a lot of different, you know, uh, LSU is going to be a totally different team than last year. So I'm excited to see, uh, what this season has in store for us. So let's start there, Eric. Um, by the way, you can be followed on Twitter at EA underscore LSU Tiger. I think one of the things that I look at too is, the, the the change I guess in feeling right from there goes oh coaching search wow it's Brian Kelly Notre Dame hires I mean that was just weird with the social media battle then uh you know there's there's change abound he changes a lot of staff and names Eric that you know even probably even personally and and now here we are game week I think it's been as dramatic a change as possible there were a lot of doubts there were a lot of what's he doing over there and I almost get the sense and feeling of Man, he's changed it for the better. How do you view his hire to now, that time frame? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm with you and everybody else. It was some some weird. It was a weird transition period, but I think he's. Uh, I think everybody settled down. Everybody's, uh, you know, fears have been somewhat qualmed. Um, you know, I, I came in at a time where a lot of change occurred at LSU when, when Dick Saban had got the job at LSU. So I kind of know what that feels like when you, you know, you bring in 
uh, a, a new regime and in, in, in kind of uh, there's been, you know, I guess wholehearted changes among staff, among players. Uh, you know, it just I, I, I just know what that feels like. But I, I think that, um, you know, the job that Brian and, and his coach Kelly and his staff have done in terms of recruiting kind of kind of shows you that he is putting LSU back on the right track. Speak with Eric Alexander, national champ with the Tigers, Super Bowl champ with the Patriots. Let's start with your side of the football, man. What have you been able to ascertain from the people you chat with? What kind of defense is LSU going to be? I know all the talk's been about quarterback this season and stuff, but what about the Tigers, D? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that uh, I think they're going to be pretty good on defense. I mean, I think the strength of the team, no doubt, is the defensive line. I mean, you, you bring back some 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 young guys and 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 some older guys who have experience. Um, I, you know, you got Ali Gay out, you know, the big defensive end out there who who came a couple years ago, decided to to forego the draft this year to come back for one more year. You got B.J. Ojolari on the other side, you know, who who has shown some talent since day one they got here, and you also got uh, Mason Smith in the middle. He'll be a so- true sophomore this year, and. And, and, and they look good. I think that's definitely going to be the strength of their team. Um, but they also have some unknowns, uh, and especially in that secondary. Um, you know, they got a couple of transfers who, you know, who they expect to start and, and, and play and, 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 and help them. Um, they're going to have to. So, um, you know, you do have a strength up front, but then you have some unknowns out back. So, um, you know, I, Coach O, you know, he always said, and I think it's some truth to it that it always starts up front. So as far as the defensive line goes, I think we have, you know, one of the better defensive lines in the country. Eric, one of the things that I wonder a lot too, and I know Matt Moscone has been saying on his show here as well, like who has the advantage? FSU played last week against Duquesne 47-7. LSU hasn't. You know, one team has game film, the other hasn't. One team hadn't even played their quarterback yet and don't haven't announced who it is. How does that play in a locker room? Like, or, or being the first game, does it even matter to you? Uh, yeah, I, I think it, I think it matters. I mean, when you look back to last year, uh, UCLA was, we were in the same spot really, right? Because UCLA had played a game week zero and LSU had. Um, I think that was an advantage for UCLA. Um, in in a sense that they got to feel you know how a real you know the, a real game a real game you can't simulate a real game at practice I don't care what you say I don't care how you try to do it it's you know no better experience than actually playing a game so I, I think guys who are on the team last year will look back to that loss and uh and, and remember that and say hey uh we got to come with it I mean I, I know they uh, you know, they played Duquesne, a little, you know, a little school, a lot of Pittsburgh, but, um, they did play a game. And, um, you know, I, 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 I think that, um, I think that the guys that, that, that took that loss, that were on a part of that team last year will take that experience and, and, and try to hopefully have a different outcome, uh, this week. I think when you look at obviously how seasons go, you can prognosticate or predict or whatever it is, the fancy word you want to use. At the end of the day, I guess you, you have to see who's out there. Look, I, I, I think, you know what, Bryce Young with Alabama, but I mean, everyone else kind of has a new quarterback. Ole Miss, right? I mean, I know TJ Finley won it at Auburn. Um, you, you look at 
Texas A&M having to make a decision this year. They got a new quarterback. How do you look at the SEC West overall? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Bama's going to be at the top, uh, but <laughs> everybody else, everybody else, I mean, it, it, I think it's up for grabs. Who, you know, who wants it? Um, you know, uh, Ole Miss. I mean, I guess, I guess A and M would would be second there just because of of, of how they've done in, in recruiting and what they did last year, and based on uh, who they have who they have coming back. Um, but I mean, outside of those two teams, I mean, I think the rest of the SEC West is is kind of we we don't really know. Um, Arkansas lo- lost a, a, a bunch of people, uh, a bunch of guys. I mean, we got a couple transfers who wanted right. to come back to Louisiana and play for LSU from that team. So um, it, it's 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 you know outside of Alabama and 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 maybe A and M. I mean, LSU LSU's really had their number the last few years. Um, you know, I, I think the SEC West for that second and third spot are are, are kind of up for grabs. Who you know really don't know what's going to happen. Eric, the 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 media, the preseason poll does not have LSU near the top uh, of the Western Conference. I, but the vision. That's why I was like, look, you if you can somehow finish second, I mean that would be a remarkable finish, don't you think, for them to to be able to do that this year? And I again, I don't put it really past them if there's the talent that there is, if there's decent quarterback play out there. I, I think because when I look at even the past couple of teams, I thought maybe the coaching and how a team was prepared or not, I can like close my eyes and listen to you on LSU game day and you're like, these are things that should be correctable. The blocking, right? I mean, we went over that last year in blocking schemes against UCLA. They just didn't seem very well coached or prepared. If you changed that, then maybe some of those games that you were competitive in but failed, maybe you win some of those games. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, I guess LSU's projection at the towards the bottom, I mean, yeah. I guess it's warranted. I mean, like with all the changes and, and, and all the unknown, I mean, I, I I guess that's where, you know, people who follow college sports is why they, they, they put, them, put them there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that if, you know, if LSU could just come and just get organized and just and have a good system, um, a decent system. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think they could do better than 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 what people expect. I mean, when you look at the coordinators last year for LSU, you had two first year coordinators. Uh, you know, so it, it was all new to them last year. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you, you know, just from from that standpoint, you bring in veteran coordinators who know how to call plays. I'm pretty sure, even if just the overall operation offensively is better. I would, I would hope, and, and you get decent quarterback play. I, I would hope that LSU could do, you know, better than they did last year. Eric, final words here. Uh, you got a game Sunday. It's game week here. What do you envision? What do you think is going to be the key for the Tigers to open up the season one zero? Yeah, well, it, it, I think defensively they're going to play good. I mean, uh, like I said, I said the strength of LSU's defense is is their defensive line and. I think they have the advantage there against Florida State's offensive line. Now, the key offensively is just going to be what are we going to get at quarterback? Again, another unknown. We don't even know who is going to start at quarterback. Um, you're looking at a, a, a guy transfer from Arizona State, Jaden Daniels, who seems to be uh, like the, 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 I guess, presumable starter. Um, you know, a guy, you know, if, if there's any questions on the offensive line, he can handle that pressure and just take off and run from his just athletic ability. From that standpoint, he's able to do that. And then if they don't, 
decide to start him and start uh, Nussmeyer, you got a guy who, who who they really like, who they really like as well. But maybe his escapability isn't isn't as 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 good as Daniel. So you know, if the offensive line struggles, he may not be the best option. So I think it's just going to be all dependent on on what we get at quarterback. We know we're going to be solid out at wide receiver. You got Kayshawn Butte back, Jack Besh, Malik Neighbors. I mean, we got guys who can catch it. You know, it's just about the operation and who and who is going to limit. Uh, the mistakes, but I think up front, I think we have an advantage, especially uh, defensively. So if we can just get anything out of the offensive line and just eliminate mistakes, I, I, I think that we have a good chance of coming out on top of that ball game. Eric Alexander, super excited, man. You're going to be joining us here on Wednesdays at 2.30, talk a little college football, and then next Wednesday we'll throw in a little NFL since, you know, you did win a Super Bowl with the Patriots, sir. Yeah, man, that sounds great, man. I love it. Thank you. Always a pleasure, man. Thank you for your time at EA underscore LSU Tigers. The way to give Mr. Eric Alexander a follow. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show on the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. We had a great idea. We decided to give away a whole lot of jewelry. All seven of us agreed. Addie, Wesley, Caroline, Jackson, Julia, Wyatt, and Baby Emily. Our great jewelry giveaway got started when Grandpa Robert asked us... Do you kids have any suggestions about how to make people happy? We told him we had a great idea. Let's give away some jewelry. 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 And then Grandpa Robert said... What? We said... Let's Let's give give away away some some jewelry. jewelry. Grandpa Robert thought about it for a minute. Then he said... That sounds like a great idea. Come to Ramsey's any day from August 22nd to September 3rd. Ask, are any of the grandkids here today? And you'll get a beautiful Louisiana pendant, no strings attached. But it does come with a matching chain. August 22nd to September 3rd at Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers, the largest diamond store in Louisiana, on veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview and West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. It's Gus Cattengill with the Sports Hangover inviting you to join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. When the Sports Hangover is at Katie's on Iberville, you're going to enjoy Sports Banner. It'll be lively and delicious eats. Swamp Fries, Oysters Schlesinger, the Delta Queen, or if you dare, Tackle the Barge. A three-foot loaf of fried catfish, shrimp, and oysters. Good luck. It's Thursdays, 12 to 3, the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003, Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. And also, it is the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic guest line. And all our guests appear on the UCFC phone line. So our thanks to Scott Prather. Ralph Marlborough, Jack Collada Jr., Sean Fox, and Eric Alexander. Our Wednesday lineup there. Professor, it is time for Shots of the Day. And I'm going to go for I, I, I almost think you could do the same thing. I, 
it's a shot for Saints fans. I mean, it is, right? I mean, they, they lost somebody yeah. they love to, uh, to, to root for and follow. We can argue back and forth. Should they, should they have not? The value and all that. Bottom line is this. Anytime you have a player that does a Cobra Kai kick to a Falcon logo, does an arms cross, arms folded, smuggy, mm, in front of Tom Brady's face. That guy is going to always be a fan favorite, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, pick a beverage of your choice. And, uh, look, for the time that he was here, he was a fantastic soundbite. The guy absolutely had no filter and gave it to everybody that was not a New Orleanian or New Orleans Saint. So for that, I will miss him because he was fantastic. He, oh, he, he quickly endeared himself to the fan base. It was him versus everybody else and him being a saint. So I, I'm going to miss him. I am. Oh, that's a good one, man. And I, you know, I rallied with Saints fans on that one as well. Uh, I will send a shot to Mike Tyson. Oh. You know, if you follow tennis, you know that Grand Slam events like Wimbledon and the French Open will bring out star power. Sure. So will the U.S. Open, being right there in New York. And of course, Spike Lee was there. It's a New York event. All these big-time celebrities. Mike Tyson was at the U.S. Open with Martina Navratilova. Whoa. I see her. Yeah, Mark- I see the video. Yeah. Martina um, sitting right there with her dog Pender and Mike looked like he, he he looked like he really doesn't need any more shots, but I'm gonna go ahead and send him another one. Because Mike was on it, brother. I mean, he was in it. The uh the sauce. The, the, three sheets. Well what is it? Well the running theory, I see emojis of a mushroom. I mean, is that is that the theory right now? Six point well, five million views on this particular video of poor Mike wiping away a lot of perspiration on his face there ooh, in the top. Ooh, wiping a lot of perspiration, but I'm sure he had a lot of inspiration because he was in the libation at the US Open. Mike was floating, man. (laughs) I will say this. Even in that state, I would not mess with Mike Tyson. Mr. Professor, you can follow him on Twitter at Mr. Professor 318. Tomorrow is Thursday. Two more days to the rest of this week, and then college football gets go. Actually, tomorrow, three top 25 games. We'll have all that preview here as well. Uh, Looking forward to it. It's the Sports Hangover. You've been listening on ESPN New Orleans. 